Welcome to the Jay and Pav podcast experience. Please grab a coffee, set down your marking, and embark on this playful, fun, yet genuine listening experience on education. And now, Jim Guy and Wonder Woman. Welcome to the staff room. Thank you for joining us today for episode 14. Today, we are talking about how leadership from administration impacts culture in the school. So we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. My name is Pav, and I'm half of your hosting team for the staff room. And here with me is my, my co-partner. Uh, and his name is Che, and he's going to say hello to you right now in the ways that he does. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. And welcome to the staff room with Che and Pav, and we are ready to roll. Leadership and its impact and its role on school culture, the obvious follow-up to last week's episode. Let's get it on. That's right. So we've got a couple of points that we're going to talk to you about, uh, some things that we feel are important in fostering good culture in the school from with help from the leadership. And uh, later on, we're going to take you into our three enlightened minutes segment. And after that, we wrap up with, uh, with some anecdotal stories. And that's your episode for today. I've been known to tell a few anecdotal stories as the night goes on, but that's just to be accepted as what make this show work. At least that's what I look forward to in this show, because <laughs> I'm just an educator, so how can I really be talking anything but anecdotes at the end? That's right. You know, we have a lot of stories to tell, and that's what makes our experience in this podcast so rich, is that we have... We have tales to tell in regards to every episode. I mean, why else would it be relevant to us? And I'm sure that everybody listening at home can relate to many of the stories that we tell. All I heard was you say something about getting rich. <laughs> We're definitely not doing that. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get going. So leadership, administration, how do they help facilitate and build our culture? And obviously, as last week, we talked about personalities and programs. Our administrators are always going to be a part of facilitating programs, inspiring personalities in our school. And when they do that, they make the school vibrant and energetic. But what is it that we want from our administrators? In the same vein of do we want them to be the face of our culture and our change? Or do we want them to sort of be behind the scenes, facilitating, inspiring, and making great culture? And I think an expression that's really important is servant leadership. As we are uh, humble servants to our students, our leadership, our men, is exactly the same way with our school, servant leaderships. It reminds me of the words of Dr. Brad Johnson, who on the Twitterverse is a, such an influential voice, something we've gravitated to many times. He talked about servant leadership and what principals should be doing in our buildings, and he has so many amazing quotes. But one we found and one that we're going to talk about and sort of go with today is be willing to listen. 
be flexible and be adapting and then see what transpires. Sit back and take a look and just watch what's going to happen. It's such a chain reaction in schools. Obviously, we are in this building for our students. We want our students to shine. We want to bring all of our students as many experiences as we can. And we want them to gain as much as they possibly can from, from being here every day. And in order for them to be able to do that, teachers need to be able to give to these students everything that they can. In order to have student or teachers be able to give everything that they can, they have to be given certain kinds of liberties. They have to be given a certain kind of culture. They have to be given some, some leaderships from the administration to help them do that. And that's where this comes from. So we need to be able to build the school from the top down. And that is so important. And that only comes from the way that they are leaders in the school. So we're going we're gonna to talk to you today about a few things that we feel we would like to see in our leadership to help foster the culture that we need as teachers to be able to give our students everything that we possibly can. Talk about building from the top down in the sense that allowing and creating an environment to, that we build from the bottom up. They don't work against each other. They actually work <clears throat> hand in hand, top down, bottom up, That's bottom right. up, top down. It's a cycle. And it's a partnership. It's a partnership. <clears throat> and I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. The program and the personality, it's a partnership. It's a synergy between the two that facilitates. So let's go on and just get ourselves organized where we want to go. Where do we want to get to? We want to get to the idea that our administrators, our leaders are servant leadership, servant leaders. They are making an environment that is conducive for programs and personalities to help foster and build and facilitate a great culture that is in the long run important for our student engagement and our student learning and our student ownership, which comes down to student empowerment and student agency. But Path, let's put together a list. I got a list here jotted down yep. because we want to put ourselves in a certain frame of mind of where we're going to and we're going to break it down into five things are there going to be more items you could associate with what a great administrator should be for sure but i bet you they'll be under the same umbrella of all these five expressions or our expression would be under an expression that you might use to describe what you want out of your principle all right so let's get on with our five, top five list i'm going to go with number one not necessarily any sequential order but i know which one i place the most importance on Allow me to be vulnerable. As a great leader, I don't need you ready to pounce on me if I make a mistake. Allow me to make mistakes. If I'm going to create a great program, facilitate some wonderful opportunities for our school culture, there's going to be things that are rock star moments, and there's going to be things that don't go so well, don't end up working quite properly. And you know what? Maybe at the end of the day, my program ends at 4 o'clock. I have a parent that's not there to pick up their child, and we have to wait around until 4.30, 4.45. Or maybe you have a kid that goes through the hallway, causes grief for some teacher after school. Don't come down and be angry with me because of that mistake. Allow me to be vulnerable. Allow my attempts to try to do something, work or not work. Because if you want to have something that turns out to be a rock star – it's not going to be a rock star every single time. Allow me to be vulnerable. Pav, why don't you give us a second one? Absolutely. So our number two on the list is trust me and give me some voice. 
So administrators really need to be able to trust their teachers. Teachers are well-educated people. They know how to run a program in their classroom. They have ideas, really valuable and valid ideas, not just how to run their program, but what kinds of activities they want to run in the school and how they want to run them. Teachers know their students. They know their students very well. When they get to know their students, they know how the program is going to work for them. So it's really, really important that principals, vice principals, give that trust, give that voice to the teachers and say, you know what? I know that you know what you're doing with your students. I know you know what you're doing with your program. So you run the show. Run the show that you want to run, run it the way you want to run it, and put all of your heart and soul and your passion into it, because when that happens, good things come out of it. The best things come out of it when teachers are allowed to just use their voice on running the show the way that they want to run it. Number three on our list, let's go with relationships. Don't need you to be my best friend. It's great to have a really great personal relationship, but it's not essential, but basic, basic hellos, thank you, pleasantries, smiles. It makes a difference. Check-ins, just ask me how my night was, ask me how my weekend was. And they don't have to be daily. It doesn't have to be every every day at lunch. Blend it out throughout the week, but check-ins and be pleasant and build those connections because ultimately they will lead to better relationships. So certainly relationships is a critical and so number four on our list is, is sort of similar to the trust, but it's give me freedom. Allow me to run the program that I want to run. Uh, many times teachers have lots of great ideas for things, but they're, they're worried and they're afraid that maybe it's not going to fly. Maybe, you know, the admin isn't going to really go for it or, or they're, you know, a little bit scared of approaching the administration on a particular way that they might want to do something or they want to you know take a school uh, take the class on a field trip that they think might be a little bit uh, off of what the admin might want but give give the teachers the freedom teachers like I said before they know what they're doing with their class they know their class they've built a relationship with their class and they should be allowed to sort of think outside the box and you know test the mainstream and sort of do things that are a little bit outside of the norm so that the students are getting these greater experiences and they're getting more value out of their day when they're coming to you on a daily basis Perfect. Don't micromanage. Absolutely. That micromanagement is, is oftentimes what kills a lot of creativity in the classroom. So I think it's important to allow teachers to have the freedom to run the show the way that they feel is going to be best for the students. 100%. I can deliver my number five? Yes, you can. Number five from Gym Guy. This, for me is the most important thing for me. And not all teachers are the same and not all teachers need the same from their administrator. And we like to think most teachers want the things we've talked about. And I'm sure they're going to want number five. But for me, five is it. Mm -hmm. We don't need to have the best relationship if number five is there. Number five is critical. And so as I draw the curtains, and of course you can't see that because it's a podcast, but I just drew them. Trust me, I made it this afternoon in my makerspace. Curtains, open. Vision. Have a clear, passionate, student-driven, student-focused vision. If you have a really passionate vision for the school, you want to put it on its mark, you want its culture to rock, if you have that vision, I am buying that vision. 
even if I don't truly like the vision, although I tend to think the vision will be on the same plane anyways, but if you have strong vision, you can really tell me where you want to go and I can buy into it or I can appreciate it and I can respect it. To me, that is so important. I want to know where my administration is trying to take this school. Where is it that you want us to make our mark? How do you want to brand us? What are we going to be? To me, if you got vision, I'm already all in. I love leadership that's got clear, strongly defined vision. I want that vision to be student-driven, student empowerment. But to me, you got to have vision. And if we relate that back to our classrooms, the best work that our students produce is when we have outlined very clearly what our learning goal is from this particular task, from this particular lesson, from this particular unit or project, or whatever the case may be. You know what you're working back towards. So having that vision in the school is so key, so important, because you know that everybody in the school is working towards the same goal. And that's what we want. Our administration is so key to school culture and how we how it supports the facilitating of extracurricular programs, but also and how it facilitates and supports us in the classroom. Great classrooms build great school cultures. So when we come through these list of five, it's really about how that administrator supports us in the extra programs we do and how we run our classroom. I think it's time for a break. I think so too. So this is the perfect moment now for our three enlightened minutes segment. It's an opportunity for educators or people that we've met on Twitter um, and out there in our professional learning network to, to come in and give a little bit of information about what they're doing. There's some important stuff going on out there. So today we are featuring the Punk Rock Classroom Podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about what they're doing? You know what? The Punk Rock Classroom, for me and for you, has been a great... Uh, podcast to follow and stay connected with because they've had a very similar path as we have. Mm -hmm. They sort of started at the same time running, not necessarily a similar model. They have their mantra. They have their theme. They have their vision, the punk rock space, you know, breaking the boundaries of education to bring a little punk into your teaching room. And it's an enjoyable listen. And for us in our own podcast, it's great for us to listen and develop and see someone on the same plane. You can go and listen to other podcasts, but they're at a different spot. They're at episode 177. I can learn from that. But I've really enjoyed listening to the Punk Rock podcast because it's really helped us become, one, a better podcast ourselves. But it's great to hear this whole Punk Rock, this breaking barrier. So we are really excited to share the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, three enlightened minutes. All right. I am Mike principal at Oakland Elementary School out of Lansing, Illinois, and one of the co-hosts of the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. And this is Josh Buckley, the other half of the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, and this is our three enlightened minutes. So, Mike, we get three minutes to talk to the folks uh, at the Staff Room podcast, so let's talk Ooh. to them about what we're passionate about. What are you passionate about? What are we, what are we doing here? Well, obviously, I'm passionate about punk rock. I am passionate about education and uh, building relationships. So we've kind of been able, you and I, to create this podcast where we brought those those passions of ours together. So you want to tell a little bit about what we do on the podcast? Yeah, the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, what Mike and I are doing, we're taking sort of our life lessons from being young punks back in the day and talking about how those things that we did growing up in punk rock translate to like great classrooms. And so we talk really about the idea of 
bringing passion into what you do, just like the punk shows that we went to back in the day with blistering fast punk rock attitude. Like you can bring that excitement to your classroom. We talk about the idea of DIY from punk shows, like whether it was, you know, uh, handing out flyers for shows or, you know, making our own cassette tapes. Like we did it ourselves and we think students should be able to do that in the classroom as well. And one of the other things we're talking about is the idea of unity. Mike, what does unity mean to you in punk rock and in schools? We're all in this together. I mean, like at a punk show, there was unity between all of us. We accepted each other. And we've talked about this on our, on our podcast where everyone at that show wasn't a band. Everyone was part of that performance, that experience. Same thing here at school. We're all in this together, man. Like these aren't like my kids in my class. These are our kids. Every single kid that comes into your school on your campus, you as an adult are responsible for. I don't care what your title is. So just bringing us all together for the same cause, which is to me, making sure our kids are comfortable in their strengths, their abilities. They know what their weaknesses are. They know how to collaborate, problem solve. And then when they leave our schools, they're ready to go out there and change the world and make a difference, man. That's right. And so uh, if you want to hear more about what Mike and I are passionate about, you can tune in to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Punk Rock Classrooms. You can find us on Spotify. You can follow uh, the podcast at Punk Classrooms on Twitter. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at Josh R. Buckley. And you can follow Mike on Twitter at M. Earnshaw 158. Go check it out. Thank you. We're so excited to be part of the Staff Room Podcast. Right, Mike? Definitely. Totally looking forward to it. So glad that we connected, guys. Yeah, building that crew, building that PLN. Remember, it's all about passion, unity, and DIY at Punk Rock Classrooms. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. So that was Michael Earnshaw and Joshua Buckley of the Punk Rock Classrooms, bringing a punk rock mindset to the classroom. Thank you so much for that segment for our three enlightened minutes. So now what we're going to do is I'm going to throw it back to Che and he's going to talk to you a little bit about some examples that he's got in terms of uh, the servant leadership, you know, the, the right kind of leadership that we are looking for in our schools to help build the culture that we want in our schools. You know, Pav, we've been really blessed in my 27 years here, that we have always, always had a fleet of great supportive administrators with a variety of different styles, uh, with a variety of different visions. But ultimately, when you think of how long we've been here, the little blip where you've had an administrator that maybe wasn't your favorite is very small and minuscule. We are working in a vibrant school with vibrant teachers that love to make an impact, that love to make a difference. And we have been blessed with lots of great administrators. I'm going to give a couple examples to sort of highlight, you know, how does this look in action? Now we've got this little list, you know, tell me some examples of this. I remember one administrator when they set up our SIP, you know, our school improvement plans, and we had our committees together and, you know, plan, plan, plan. And he just came by and he made sure, in this case, to facilitate, facilitate making sure we had our groups, we had our teachers. And you know what he said? He goes, you can have anything you want. It just takes time and you need to prioritize. And he said, this is what your division has. You have $2,000, do what you want. The freedom with the money, the trust with the money, because you do need some cash to run something big and run something substantial and build a program. You need to have supplies. You need to have people you bring in. And I love that as a great example. He trusted us. 
But he gave the framework. He said, you're running a, a SIP team, a school improvement team. You have a budget of this. You can buy whatever you want. Just a question of time. And that also was long term. He knew that in three or four or five years, you could accumulate whatever you wanted. I thought that was great. Another one. Unless you want to jump in, I know. No, these I was just going to say, I was just going to say that it really gives a lot of trust and freedom and vision and relationship. And, you know, we're checking off so many different things from our list just in that one action alone. So because of, because of the, that one action, we were able to, you know, knock off so many things from our list. And that's what builds that great leadership right there. Buy-in, excitability. You know That's how excited right. you are as a teacher when you're told, you know, go get what you want? Oh, I'm in. I'm all in. That's right. Next one, a simple one. You know, I'm a, a, a big coach, coach a lot of things, do a lot of extracurricular, but coaching's always been one of them. And it's always been so well received with our student body. You know I can have 60 or 70% of the grade sevens or eights in for a volleyball practice or basketball practice. The same way you'll get 60 or 70% of all our middle school kids coming in for robotics. Mm -hmm. When you offer programs, kids buy in. Kids come, come get involved. I remember one principal just came over to me, nothing big, nothing huge, just walked by and said, sports were so important to me when I was in high school. It's what got me through. He shook my hand. He said, just keep doing what you're doing. And that was it. That was it. But I never had another interaction with him about it again. Yeah. But it was that one interaction, that one positive relationship connection, and everything became magical from that point. Like that was enough to uplift me, to keep me going and keep me running. Uh, with my program year after year after year. It gives you fire, doesn't it? It gives you that sort of oomph that you need to push yourself forward and excel and develop something that's so amazing. And you brought up robotics. I feel the same way about my robotics program. Um, coming from a zero robotics background to letting the students really take control of the of the show and run the program that they want to run, it's, it's really become an amazing thing in the school. And I had my vision for what I wanted from that program. And the administration sort of gave me, uh, you know, leeway and said, here's, here's the program, do what you want with it. And these are the kinds of things that we want to get out of it. And, and I was able to do that and built up a great program every, like so many middle school students come to that. It's a packed house every week and, and it's, it's thriving and it's doing wonderfully. And I couldn't be more proud of that. It's an absolute sellout. People love what you're doing, and our administration loves what you're doing. They walk through, they have a smile, they chat with a few students, they come and take a picture, and they're gone, which is great because they had so much trust in what you were offering. They came, they captured the moment, and they were out. Fantastic. I got one more. Got one okay. more. I know we're running out of time. We probably only got six <laughs> six listeners left. I'm like, oh, there's those anecdotes again. We just wanted to listen to Pav. One more. Because, of course, my favorite, most important, was vision. And so my last one is about uh, a principal. She had so much vision. And the reason I'm going to talk about this is we didn't necessarily have the greatest relationship. We weren't necessarily buddy-buddy. And I was on the leadership team, and we would have meetings every week. But she had a meeting. She had something on go. You could have a meeting every Tuesday morning. And if she had something on her mind that she wanted changed, it was changed by noon. But overall, her massive vision was she wanted our school to be the leader, the one talked about the most in our community of schools, because you know our board is huge, massive board. She wanted our school to stand out the most in our community, and she invested dollars, and she invested time. And if you had a great program, 
I remember this was early on and I was experimenting with iPads, like the first generation before, before our schools were fully in on it. And I bought two myself and I did some tasks. And when she saw what I was able to do with those iPads, she said, I'm all in. And she bought 20 immediately for the entire school. She had a vision because she wanted her school to be the one on the map. And as I extend even a little further, she hired an outside specialist to come through our school, to look at our room, look at our space, and come up with a list of suggestions to make it even better. She wanted to go beyond the board who might just give her the basic talking points. She wanted her school to be the standout in the community, in the area of school so badly that she invested the money, she invested in her teachers. And ultimately, her vision is probably still holds things in the school that are an extension of that vision a few years ago. She had a vision. She wanted the school to be outstanding, and we still hold on to it. She made this school a Royals Royce. And that's what you want from your leadership. You want someone who's got that vision and is going to do whatever it takes to achieve that goal. So you get everybody on board. You give them things that they need for the amazing programs that they're running because you've offered them trust and you've offered them freedom, and then they, they roll with it. They roll with it and you've built that relationship with that with that administration. They've got the vision that they they want out there and and everybody is on that same ship and everybody is heading in the same direction. Let me roll this into a tight little bowl to wrap it all up. We got personalities and they're critical to school culture. And we got programs and they're critical to school culture. And obviously the teachers are part of that. They're critical to school culture. And our administration is critical to school culture. Servant leadership. Allow the teachers to be vulnerable. Trust me. Build relationship. Give me freedom and have vision. That's right. And so it looks like, Che, that's our episode for today. Um, it's It was a great one. I know we had lots to talk about and, you know, the leadership in the school building onto the culture that we that we experience in the school is a huge topic of conversation. And I know we've had a lot of conversation about it and I'm sure everybody has that's out there. So and we all feel very strongly about how important it is. So um, that's everything for today. Thank you for joining us. Any last words, Che? Remember to inspire don't require, and be a humble servant. You've been listening to the Staff Room Podcast with Che and Pav. Written, performed and produced by Che Cheney and Pav Wanda in association with School Rubric, an online magazine and website designed for international and global educators. You can stay connected with Che and Pav by visiting their Twitter and Instagram pages. And also, check out their articles related to each episode on the School Rubric webpage. All links are provided in the episode write-up. The podcast is recorded weekly at their in-class studio and performed in front of a live studio audience. Be sure to join Che and Pav next week, because there's always something to talk about in the staff room.